ProudHooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. And how you guys doing Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. We got a special segment today, and I think you're going to like it. It is a word from China now that will be coming up. I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. I know I did. <laughs> I cracked my ass up with that one, man. So how are you guys doing out there in all the chat rooms? I do want to address Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Our feed was not updating. We took care of it. It should be active uh, either today or tomorrow, refreshed. Something, you know, the gremlins over there at uh, iTunes and Apple uh, Podcasts. Again, it will be fixed if you listen on that platform. Until then, Google Play, uh, Spotify, all that stuff has it. It's just that one platform that I know now that it's happening with, but uh, I don't know. I fixed it. It is what it is. So today is I can't join a 1% motorcycle club and why? Yes, I, a lot of people have been loving uh, me covering some of these emails, some of these comments in the uh, comment sections of our platforms. And I've actually had a lot of other people give their opinions as far as, you know, one percenters are concerned, uh, writing in and stuff, which is a cool thing. So a lot of good uh, dialect going on right now with the Madhouse. So let's jump right into this with no further ado. Episode 431, I can't join a 1% motorcycle club. And why? Some of us who live and love the lifestyle had no choice and this one right here let's see here it's by hammerhead fxdwg that's who this email's from uh again let's go you know i i should have said that at the beginning uh had no choice in where we would could join personally i was born into an le family and that basis alone disqualified me from even hanging around a 1% MC. Well, you can't choose your family. This is true. Now, I just laugh at the internet ridicule I get for not being in a 1% club, then ridiculed for being in an LEMC. Hmm. Who's ridiculing you uh, for not being in a 1% club? I ask you that. I wasn't ridiculing you. You got to do what you got to do, man. You're an independent. And as a biker, you really shouldn't care what people have to say about you. See, that's the problem that I see all the time with people. You know, biker or not, they always you know, stress themselves out because of what people are saying. It just reminds me of high school. I'm sorry. It really does. Why do you even care? If your family's an LE family, well, then you should be proud of where you come from because that's your blood. 
you shouldn't have to worry about fitting in to any type of group, if you will. You shouldn't worry about what people think if you're in an LEMC. Now, where I have a problem with that is if you're not a cop and you're an LEMC. You know, I, I think it might work. You know, the uh, I might be wrong because you come from an LE family, so you you might belong with an LEMC. I don't know. I don't know. I never addressed that. There is one percenter clubs that have uh, what you know, generations of people in there. So, what can I say? But caring for what other people say about you, I don't get that. Uh, I get that you and others have to adhere to the no cops code. Well, for one, I don't have to adhere to nothing but what I think is right. I I don't care about looking cool. I'm sorry. I have personal experiences with cops that were bad. I seen how they operated in Chicago. Yeah, and you won't ever be able to change my mind. Yes, there's good cops out there. But the problem is, I don't want to break bread with them. I don't want to have a beer with them. Do your thing, I'll do mine. That's the way things used to be. Well, it ain't like that no more, is it? But to say, I have to adhere to uh, the no cops code? No, there's reasons for that. And that code has actually been blurred. Okay. <laughs> it's been blurred. By a great many people. They no longer, I, I would have to argue, no longer, that code doesn't exist. Except for a few people. But consider for a moment that LEMC members support your rights much more than you'd like to think or admit. Okay, I want to see details on this. Details. I know when the profiling law in Washington was being pushed through, you had many law enforcement cops and organizations come forward saying it was ridiculous, it wasn't needed. Hell, you even had freaking the lizard over at uh, Law Abiding Biker out there saying, oh, they're just exaggerating that. Well, come to find out, dude. <laughs> what was that on appeals? You were, you know, beating up on somebody? I don't know. I don't know. I can't say that for sure. Can't say for sure. It's just what I heard. Just what I heard. Yes, my name for cops are lizards. You know, because they got them lizard eyes and stuff. And they'll, you know what? Lizards and reptiles, they'll turn on their own. Um. But yeah, I would like an example where you think that LEMC members support our rights more than we think. Because if that's the case, where are they? Where are they with profiling? Do they tell their buddies, hey, this ain't right? None that I heard. Where are the LEMC members in Texas? Nowhere to be found. It's like crickets, baby. Crickets. So I like to see a statement like, you know, I like to see something for, about that statement. Uh, no one is saying take how, hot showers together. Nah, never happened. 
But try for a second not acting like elementary school kids in a playground. Ooh. 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 Throwing insults is not cool. You just did what the hell you said not to do. Hypocrisy, baby, I say. Hypocrisy. Uh, the majority of bad blood I see is this. An LEMC forms in an area and does their thing. Bothering no one. Well, you know, I don't know where you live, jerky boy, but uh, around here, they cause a lot of problems with civilians. Uh, the local dominance or supporters start fucking with them. That's because they don't like hypocrisy, okay? Either you're a cop or you're a biker in a club. You can't be both in my eyes, even though it happens, but how can you go to work with the uniform on, the badge on, you go mess with all these guys, and next thing you know, you go home, you put on your freaking leathers, your pretty chaps, and you go out with a three-piece patch. Why is it that they feel that they need to copy the same people they're trying to bust? Why not have a one-piece match? I don't get it. You tell me. But it's the clubs that are messing with them. Well, a three-piece patch usually means that you're going to bring heat down on the dominant if you're, those guys screw up. So, of course, they're going to want to know who the hell's wearing that thing. I don't understand. I don't get it. I never will, I don't think. How can you be true to yourself when you want to be something else? Please answer that. Now, Ellie takes it for a while, then fights back. Oh, the 1% gets Leo heat and blames the LEMC. Hmm. That don't make no sense. Does that even make sense to you? <laughs> he just said that. I'm like, huh? And there you go. You probably didn't even know you made sense. Now, I'm not trying to mess with you, but when you send the article or uh, emails into me, I'm going to address it point by point and give you what I think, and I'm going to be straight up about it. The LE takes it for a while, then fights back. No, what happens is they pull out badges when uh, they're running off at the mouth, <coughs> 83 in North Avenue in Elmhurst, uh, running off uh, at the mouth to civilians and their biker stuff. And next thing you know, they're getting asses kicked and now uh, the badges get pulled up. The LE takes it for a while and fights back. Come on. Uh, the 1% gets Leo Heat and blames the LEMC. Well, yeah. You can't do that kind of stuff going and messing with civilians, man. I don't think anybody would bug you guys. If you just didn't try looking like a 1% club. Very easy. Very easy to do. Okay. It's not the LEMC giving you problems. Are you shitting me? Have you gone uh, Have you gone to some of these states? Because it claims it's feds or locals with fed support. I would say everything above. Everything above. You got ATF, DEA, FBI, state police, local crime investigation units, 
everything that went on in freaking uh, Texas. You got them all, man. Now, again, I, I get that your family's L.E., blood's thicker than water. But for you to even care what other people think, that you know what? That concerns me. It really does. It concerns me a lot. One reason is because we're in a day and age where everybody's feelings gets hurt. And I talked about on this program a lot, baby, a lot, trust me, about the new attitude of people that are riding. I'm in actual culture shock. I am. Because the stuff I knew is gone. It's bye-bye, see you later. It don't exist anymore. Everything's changed. You guys can say it evolved and all that good stuff. I get it. I get the line's gone. Never to come back. I get it. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. Uh, but for you to care what uh, anybody says, that's on you, man. And that sounds like, uh, you know, you have some issues. But I hope I was able to uh, answer that for you. Uh, again, if you want to email me in and uh, get something in a monologue, you can by info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. But right now, before we go to our next deal, and we're going to be uh, going to the NCOM uh, Biker News Bits, and it was compiled and edited by uh, Bill Bish of the National Coalition of Motorcyclists. Basically, it gives, uh, you know, the goings on and what's happening out there and stuff. And I'm real happy that uh, it was forwarded to me. I believe that NCOM's news needs to get out there and for you guys to hear what is happening in the scene because it's NCOM and it's other organizational uh, rights organizations like MRF and ABATE AMA and all that that's fighting for you. And I really enjoy this section, this type of stuff that is going into the show is coming from these rights organizations. I really enjoy this stuff. But first, like I said, like I said, we are going to listen to something that China has to say right now I had to stop to record this I do not teabag I'm a lady I taco dip if you were my wife I would put poison in your coffee <laughs> if you were my husband I'd drink it <laughs> I'm dying over here I'm literally dying. <laughs> that is going to be uh, uh, China Dow State. I'm dying over here. I really am. <laughs> yeah, she promised me that we'll have uh, more of those coming. So hopefully I can get at least two of those out for you today. That is her over on TikTok, man. Uh, that new TikTok program, whatever the hell it is. Uh, but it's at. Uh, China Dow 1973 if you have TikTok you can go over there and follow her but I thought that was really freaking funny stuff I said you know what you gotta give me that 
and I'll put it on, and I did. Anyway, NCOM Biker News Bites. Uh, and again, this was compiled and edited by Bill Bish, National Coalition of Motorcyclists. Uh, despite pandemic, motorcyclists measure successes. Well, even in the middle of a global pandemic, we've succeeded in getting pro-motorcycle legislation passed and advance our political agenda, said National Coalition of Motorcyclists Legislative Task Force Frank Ernest to open the LTF meeting during the recent NCOM convention in Indianapolis. Man, I wish I could have been there, but, you know, underlying conditions and a germaphobe, can't do it, can't do it. Uh, in reviewing a legion of legislative victories over the past year, Ernest highlighted the fact that determined and uh, resourceful bikers successfully lobbied to repeal a mandatory helmet law in Missouri and passed anti-profiling in Idaho. Yes, that passed in Idaho. And yes, uh, the helmet law in Missouri. Uh, but yeah, I think it brings it up to three states with uh, the profiling act. As far as uh, we also got a resolution in the House and the Senate. Good stuff, man. Good work right there. All the while dealing with the worldwide spread of coronavirus and subsequent, uh, subsequent lockdowns, social distancing, travel restrictions, and re uh, related complications. And my fault, Idaho is the fourth state, not the third one. On March 18th, Idaho became the fourth state since 2011 behind Washington, Maryland, and Louisiana to pass a law, SB 1292, restricting law enforcement from discriminatorily profiling bikers for traffic stops and investigative measures. Now, if this wasn't such a problem for the naysayers, there are now four states, four of them count them, that have passed laws against this. And again, not including the resolutions out of the House and the Senate, which I hope one of these days will take it on and make it a law instead of just a resolution. But yes, Idaho became the fourth state on March 18th. A few months later, on July 14th, and this is a review of the year, the Show Me State uh, showed the biker world how persistence and perseverance pays off by passing HB 1963 to repeal their helmet requirement for most adult riders 26 and older on their fifth attempt since 1999. That was a hard-fought victory up in Missouri, man. Hard, hard-fought. Uh... Additionally, the biker lobby worked with Congress to include several motorcycle-friendly provisions in the massive $1.5 trillion infrastructure bill, HR2 Moving Forward Act, including uh, further prohibitions against motorcycle-only checkpoints. Motorcycle-only checkpoints. Expanding profiling restrictions based on mode of transportation or style of dress. And furthering uh, Ryder's future advisory role with Congress. Now, I don't know if this infrastructure bill actually passed. I would have to ask. Uh, I'll ask him uh, who sent this to me. 
because uh, I ain't going to put it out there unless he uh, tells me I can. Uh, while this legislation will need a reboot with the new congressional session, that's what I thought, bikers also succeeded in getting many key legislators reelected to make the mission easier to accomplish with uh, the new Senate and the House. Now, you got to remember, Republican, Democrat, whatever, it don't matter with party when it comes to our rights. You want to get whoever's going to back you to back you, man. I don't care which one is which. Get on board with motorcycle rights is what I say. Uh, writers' rights activists from across the country went on to present the gathering with their own examples of legal and legislative accomplishments despite the odds and obstacles, which 2020, I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to get it out of here. If we can rise above a deadly plague to effectively promote our issues, imagine what we can accomplish when life gets back to normal. And that was summed up uh, by Ernest to conclude the Productive Convention Forum. And you can uh, stay tuned uh, for www.on slash a slash bike dot com for details on next year's 36th annual NCOM convention. Let's, ho let's hope it uh, goes through. Let's really hope it does. Uh, because 2020 was just a terrible freaking year, man. Terrible, I tell you. Terrible. Anyway, let's go to the biker news right after this. Over to ProudHooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! Okay, welcome back. Don't forget to go to ProudHooligan.com, man, and get your support wear, man. We got all kinds of good stuff over there. T-shirts, stickers, the whole nine yards. Support the show and look good doing it's what I say. Now, let's go over to TheGangsterReport.com. Always in people's business is what I say. Uh... The title of this article by Scott Bernstein, The Blue Man Group. Yeah, that's what they're calling the Pagans. Pagans MC begins pushing into Northeast Pennsylvania in next stage of expansion campaign. You know what? I really like how you phrase that, man. You're like making it friggin' seem 
like there's an invasion coming or something. What's wrong with you people over there? Do reporting, not sensationalism is what I say. And that's the problem with you guys. You're always trying to do sensationalism stuff. Not cool. Anyway, the blue wave mandated instituted by the Pagans Motorcycle Club boss, Keith Conan the Barbarian Richter, has hit northeastern Pennsylvania. The Pagans have opened up shop on two cha new chapters in Scranton Wilkes Bear. Uh, part of the East Coast expansion effort dubbed the Blue Wave Initiative when he enacted it three years ago upon taking power as national president. Okay, where's your sources? Why haven't we got sources in here? I'm so sick of this. If you're in a report, sources, please. You know, just like my source of this article is you guys. I put my sources down. I talk about them. Richter headquarters out of the Long Island, New York Pagans uh, Clubhouse. His expansion plan targets parts of northern New Jersey, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. Regions perceived as either Hells Angels or Outlaw Turf. The Hells Angels is the dominant biker club on the West Coast, and the Outlaws are the most powerful biker club in the Midwest. The Outlaws maintain a pair of support clubs in Scranton, Wilkes Bear area. What are you trying to do? Really, what are you trying to do with that? Bringing other clubs into this stuff. What you're trying to do is, how can I say it? Make a confrontation happen. Not cool of you, gangster report. Not cool. On Richter's orders, members of the Pagans located in the northeastern part of the United States wear an East Coast rocker rather than one that identifies any particular city or state as is customary in most other clubs. There have now been nine new Pagans chapters open on the East Coast under Richter's Blue Wave Initiative. You know what? Stop Again, stop the sensationalizing stuff. Uh, if you haven't heard about this gangster report, they got all kinds of stuff over there. Check it out. You know, they want to get all up in the mobs business and gangsters and all that type of stuff. But, yeah, this was on the Pagans. Just wanted to put it out there. You guys uh, go with it what you will. Uh, now, this one. Uh, remember the time of the protests? And where they say, well, a hell's angel, they're the one that started it. Yes, it's back in, uh, you know, let's see here. <laughs> uh, this one's kind of got me. Uh, Fed Warren highlights right-wing connection to George Floyd unrest. Uh, we're going to skip all that type of stuff. And it's going to go right to the hell's angel member may have sparked a wave of arson. The arrest warrant for Hunter comes about two and a half months after Minnesota investigators linked the man who torched the AutoZone store on Lake Street to the Minneapolis chapter of the Hells Angels, who, quote, wanted to sow discord and racial unrest by sparking looting and arson. When have you ever knew a damn 1%er motorcycle club get involved in politics or anything like this. Really? Something like this can a Rico, go to a RICO charge. That's what, you know, you're lying about this. 
You're lying. They did not spark that damn wave of arson or rioting. I call BS. <sighs> yeah, the Hells Angels are gonna go out there and start riots and blah blah. You are idiots. Who who the hell writes this kind of stuff? <sighs> By sparking looting and arson, which perpetrators hope to blame on Antifa. A left-leaning movement. Yeah, you notice how they call it a left-leaning movement? I, I just hate it, man. Uh, the news, nobody trusts you. That's why everybody goes to independent uh, commentators for freaking their opinions and thoughts. Nobody trusts you. That's like, that's, look at guys like Tim Pool. They have more audience on one of their YouTube videos that uh, they're doing than one of your shows in an hour will ever see. That's why you're, nobody trusts you, because you're liars. You print crap like this, saying a damn motorcycle club was the reason that this happened. No, uh-uh. Your city went up in freaking flames because you're leftists, and the people that want uh, handouts and all that bullshit, that's why it went up. It's funny, you didn't see any of the right-wing protesters out there after this scam election burning down Saturdays. No. Everybody's tired of you. Get it. Okay. That's a rant. On May 27, two days after Floyd's killing, which he would die that night because of all the drugs in his system, the 32-year-old suspect spray-painted the door of uh, the AutoZone store, suggesting that everyone in the store was free. Security video then shows him dressed all in black, breaking out plate glass windows to the store with a sledgehammer. Funny. he was That guy who did that was wearing a gas mask. I couldn't tell who the hell he was, even with the security footage. The amount of uh, uh, the account of the incident was contained as part of an affidavit connected to a search warrant. The incident at uh, the AutoZone was the first major case of arson and looting. Yeah, arsoning and looting, and you're blaming on this. It wasn't them running around the damn friggin' place taking refrigerators and stuff. Oh, wait, it's about equality, about justice. Get out of here. It was about getting a free freaking TV. Uh, say it appeared to spark a wave. Of course they will. Because, you know, now they're using this against the angels and the cops and all that stuff. Yeah. Where are the LEMCs, Hammerhead? Where are they on this one to defend this? You know damn well this ain't true. Oh. All but destroyed a large portion of the Lake Street Commercial District before spreading the other parts of the city. Up until that point, protests of the Floyd killing had been largely peaceful. <laughs> you lie! You lie! Ah. Uh, the destruction became a major fault line in political campaigns across the country. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, did you see the Mentifa? They got their asses kicked down in Georgia. That was funny, dude. Them people are tired of them. Everybody's tired of them. Just beat the shit out of them. I love it. Uh, let's go into some good stuff here. Slaves of cycles in Moore County, baby. Uh, since COVID-19, many families, and we've been hearing a lot of these stories, which I love, man. I really do have been impacted financially. Christmas for More, a nonprofit organization located in Pinehurst, steps in to help. 
Christmas for More is a group of local volunteers committed to providing Christmas for our neighbors by matching sponsors with individuals and families who are in need of a hand up during the season. This year, oh, rock and roll, man. The Special Forces Brotherhood MC, Pineland, took it upon themselves to provide over 60 presents for over 15 individuals here in the Moore County area. It was a spectacle to see the 60-plus wrapped gifts ridden on the backs of the motorcyclists in a synchronized delivery this past Saturday to their temporary home of Anytime Fitness. Hell yeah, Special Forces Brotherhood MC, way to go, man. Way to go to help that community. Now, let's go to this one right here, a local motorcycle club hoping those in need feel part of the family. Let's go. Okay, anytime now, anytime. A group now. of motorcycle riders in Sioux Falls helping their community isn't something they do just during this season. Kalaland's Lauren Solik shares how this particular club tries to make those who might be less fortunate feel like part of the family. Three years ago, Joe Lewis started the FAM, or For All Motorcycles. We're just a pay it forward group. Lewis says that every Sunday, the motorcycle club feeds between 80 and 140 people in need at the Bishop oh, yeah, Dudley yeah. Hospitality House and the Union Gospel Mission. I drill into the club. You can ask any one of the club members. You know, that's what's wrong with society today is everybody's about themselves and not there for other people. And that's what we're trying Damn to do. Right is extend that olive branch and be there for other people. Right now, the club is also doing a winter clothing distribution with Schulte Subaru. This makes you feel good that you can help somebody that, you know, is not, less, not to say less fortunate, yeah, it's just... But they are, you know. They are. But, but it, yeah. it touches us just as much as it does them. In order to continue helping those in need in Sioux Falls, the fam could use some help both with money and finding clothes. We need clothes of yeah. any size, winter coats, mittens, Actually, hats. What we are in dire need of that we cannot find anywhere is like four and five X. Six X for the one. And six X winter coats. What the fam does goes beyond coats and sandwiches, though. We're actually building relations with these people, you know. Uh, you know, they hug us, they tell us how much they appreciate us. A lot of them say, hey, we don't think people care until you guys show up. They really like it in the summertime when we're all on our motorcycles, though. So. That's sort of like the dinner bell. They hear our bikes and they all come running. In Sioux Falls. That is awesome stuff right there, man. Awesome stuff in Sioux Falls. Rock and roll, man. I never heard of you guys, but now I have. You did awesome stuff. Now, let's uh, take a look here real quick. Harley-Davidson Custom 1250 to enter production next year. Uh, if you're over on uh, the radio platforms, uh, make sure you come over to check this sucker out. I think it looks really nice, man. Uh, looks like it's water-cooled, too. Uh, it's a 1250. It's a naked sportster with the stance of a cruiser, whereas the Pan American is an invention tour. You know, one thing about Harley, what the hell's wrong with you, man? You know, debuting that freaking Pan American over in Europe. You know, there's great freaking mountain ranges here, off-road ranges here in the United States. That wasn't cool, man. But I know Al Bundy, I know he's from that way. Uh, the, uh, the bike maker has a cult following across the globe in Indian operations like the sales and manufacturers of Harley-Davidson bikes were going to be carried out by Hero Motor Corp. Yeah, <laughs> Harley-Davidson screwed all their dealers over there, baby. Uh, it revealed the 1250 sometime back. 
the model was first so showcased in 2018 along with the Bronx Street Fighter, but it looks like that's not going to happen. Uh, let's see here. The company wants it uh, in the markets a little early to rack up some sales. I have to admit, man, I really do love that bike. It looks really nice. Uh, it's got the 1250cc Revolution Max liquid-cooled V-twin. It's pushing out about 150 and uh, 122 a peak uh, torque, and it's about uh, 240 kilograms. Rock and roll, man. That's good stuff right there. Uh, as it comes out, you know what? I'd love to do a review on that one, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to do that. Yeah. Anyway, Corey Graff's Wall of Shame. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Come on. A now former officer from the Port Fouchon Harbor Police Department and registered sex offender for internet crimes against children has been arrested. Attorney Sick General ass. Jeff Landry's office says 40. Oh, I guess it shuts down on their end. Anyway, Attorney Jeff Landry's office announced that the agency's cybercrime unit has arrested now terminated officer. Here we go. Harbor Police Department and registered sex offender for internet crimes against children has been arrested. Attorney General Jeff Landry's office says 47-year-old Jason Plaisance faces two counts of possession of pornography involving a juvenile under the age of 13. Election Day is Saturday, December the 5th. Over to ProudHooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. All right, we back, man. We getting the gremlins worked out here. I'm actually using a different setup behind the scenes here. I got noise filters. I got key, hot keys, all that stuff I'm learning. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know what? That always gets me with these uh, people. And I'm not just talking about cops, man. I'm talking about everybody. You know, with the child porn, the sexually assaulting kids. Just put them out of the misery of the, I ain't going to say their misery, my misery, just put them out. You know, that's sick. Until you get tough on these asses, this is going to continue to happen to these kids. There has to be examples made. We got to go medieval on them. Medieval. Don't sit there and let this happen to kids, man, and just give them 5, 10, 16 years. You know, no. Lock them up, throw away the key if you're not going to do anything worth the shit. It's unreal, man. Uh, but the, one of my favorite stories this whole uh, program was uh, the fam, uh, what they're doing out in Sioux Falls. Again, I, I cover a lot of biker news that has to deal with a lot of the clubs. Yeah, I get it. Uh, a lot of people want to keep informed on what's going on in the scene. That's why we're here. But I like uh, the good stories that are happening. I really do. I really enjoy them. And I really enjoy all the uh, motorcycle stuff as well. It's just hard to do them because I'm looking at it and stuff, but you can't see it on the radio. And we're basically a... Uh, what did I... We're basically a radio uh, show. So that's what we always say. But uh, yeah... Good stuff there out of, uh, you know, going on. Anyway, uh, episode, uh, let me see here what episode this one is. It's going to be tomorrow uh, on segment 432. 
And it's going to be titled How to Act at a 1% Party. And uh, I actually got this from a uh, well-known, uh, or not well-known, but from a well-known uh, 1% club. And I trust him a lot. Uh, I know who he is and all that good stuff. So you take it to heart. Uh, but a question that I was asked. I want to know when Hollywood went from club member to reporter for the masses. What's the story? When was your turning point? Amazing going from a piston to supporter of almost every club. Should do a video on that, DJH. So, yes, I'm going to be doing a video on that, DJ. I think it's a very interesting subject. I really do. So, with that, uh, you know what? Let's give you one more look at, uh, you know, what China Doll has to say. And I'll talk to you guys later in uh, the next show, man. Don't forget to go over and... Uh, Subscribe over to the Hollywood and China Dial show, baby. You'll like it. So with that, I'll talk to you guys later. I had to stop to record this. I do not teabag. I'm a lady. I taco dip. If you were my wife, I would put poison in your coffee. <laughs> if you were my husband, I'd drink it. <laughs> Over to ProudHooligan.com for all your Insane Throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. Your one-stop shop for all things vapor. Central Vapors is your vaping headquarters and one-stop online vape shop for all things vapor. Find the best e-juices, like take advantage of cheap vape deals and buy premium vape juice liquids in stores or right here from Central Vapors online vape shop. Rock on! 